<laughs> We're starting. Everybody shut up. Caught me off guard. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Best of Five show. My name is Elon. As always, I'm joined here with the wonderful Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Say hello, Steve. Hello, Steve. Perfect. And the lovely Purple Sharpie. Say How hello, we doing, Sharpie. folks? Hello, hello this fine, fine evening. Hey. What, what, when did we get Fran Drescher on the show? Okay. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't get to make Fran Drescher references ever. So, you give me that opening, I'm going to take it. I deserve it. It's because Birdie's not here anymore. I've become the new focus. We've been doing Mr. Clean. We went through Birdie. It's my turn. I get it. I understand. It's only fair. It's okay. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk about new player signings. In this economy? What the hell? We're going to talk about some crossover costumes. We're going to talk about some other costumes. New Zealand is running tournaments again, offline. Good for them. That's what happens when your government is together. And we have a bunch of new announcements, new trailers, new shenanigans. Ready to be shown and seen. So, without further ado, since uh, we have a lot to talk about this week, I think we should just dive right into it. Steve, do you want to do a the the recap recap thing? Yeah, I can do the recap thing. Oh, wait, Charlie, did you want to say something? Yeah, I wanted to say, don't we also have a new hashtag? Oh, that's for later. Oh. We'll, we'll, save, we'll save it for later. Shush. <laughs> Spoilers. Never uh. mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that Secrets for revealed. Secrets revealed. Sharpie is just pulling back the curtains here. Never mind. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to save that for next week. Uh, I thought so. it was a segue opportunity, and I messed up. Cool. Yeah, we good. just... It is all good. Sometimes the Segway tours go off the track, you know? <laughs> Speaking of Segway tours, let's segue our way into Steve's recap. Please, Steve, take it away. That, that one was a bit of a stretch, I'll be honest with you. Um, Some but we had, we had a whole lot of stuff take place this weekend, starting with Street Fighter League. We had... Uh, both Japan and U.S. rounds in action. Uh, round three of the Japanese League, the feature match was between Flame and Gaia, the two top teams heading into the week. Uh, neither of them are on top, though. They ended up uh, splitting the points 2-2, as did Daigo's Team Gold and uh, Momochi's Team Splash. But Aurora, Nemo's squad with the 4-0 win, over Mago Scarlet team uh, storms into first place on ten points. Gaia and Flame even on nine through three rounds. Still seven rounds to go, so plenty of time to move up the standings. Uh, on this side of the Pacific, we had the opening round of the Pro US League oh, shit. for Street Fighter, and it actually wasn't a complete round. Uh, the way they're doing the schedule is there's going to be two rounds uh, or, or two games per uh, night instead of three. So this will take us all the way through February 17th, I believe. Uh, so we got a lot of action to look forward to in the Street Fighter League US. Uh, 
All in, IDOM squad, a dominant 3-0 win over Punk's Alpha 3 team. Uh, and then on the other side, Big Angry Bird, the star of the day for Nazar Esports, uh, got all three wins for his side over UYU in a, for a 3-2 victory there. Uh, all in and Nasser, 1-0. Obviously, those are the only two matches to be played. Uh, Dynamite and Psycho Shinobi kick things off uh, later this week. Steve, before we move on, I have a question. Yes. Not to bring back old jokes about colors and stuff, but I have a question so we can uh, just get this out of the way. What does MD and GD mean? I'm pretty sure GD is game difference. What's MD? Match difference? Uh, match differential and game differential. Okay. Sick. So the first tiebreaker for the U.S. League is head-to-head. Okay. Um, and the and the two leagues are playing with uh, slightly different formats. Uh, mm-hmm. The Japanese League, they do 3v3, or they just do three games straight up. Mm-hmm. One player versus one player. Uh, but the last match is worth two points. So you can end up with tied matches. Oh, okay. Uh, but... Games one is the uh, tiebreaker there, so um, okay. So if yeah, you'd rather win the first two and lose the third than the other way around, even though they're both worth two points. For sure. Uh, rounding out the weekend for Street Fighter Five, we had the second event of the uh, Capcom Pro Tour for Western Europe. Uh, This was a UK heavy tournament. Uh, you also had some big names in France, like Mr. Crimson, uh, like Luffy, who has made every Capcom Cup to date. Yeah. But that streak uh, could be broken. Uh, he fell out in ninth place uh, before his his countryman, Mr. Crimson, uh, ended up in the grand final. But it was the JPEG who won it, Infectious. Gets the win. He is headed to Capcom Cup. Uh, Luffy's still eligible to make it. Even though he can't qualify through playing, there is still that uh, vote for last year's players. One of them will be voted in to the Capcom Cup field. So there's still a chance. Man, I can't but believe it... the Evo champion finally qualified. <laughs> oh, God. That, that, that still hurts me a little bit. Just a little <laughs> couldn't wait to pull that joke out. <laughs> all right uh cool so that's europe was there anything else uh it is kind of weird to see luffy not it's it so it's weird we because you never yeah you would never think that luffy was the one that's qualified for every capcom cup just because we don't hear much about him until we see him and then we're like oh shit luffy's back and then right <laughs> am i the only one that feels that way <laughs> he no. just kind of disappears and then shows up and he makes it and then he disappears again He's, he's qualified for every uh, Capcom Cup under which there's been a full season. Um, the very first Capcom Cup 2013 uh, was just the eight events. Winner qualifies. He wasn't in that. Mm. Uh, but every Capcom Cup since then, he has been in. Gotcha. Cool. So that was it for Street Fighter, right? Was that the end of the recap? Oh, heck no. We got a whole lot going on. <laughs> Uh, Let's get to it. Sticking in Europe, uh, the Europe North event for the Tekken 7 Online Challenge took place. And this was a, the big question is why. 
Why what? Why is the question? Why is the answer? Held off Sefi Black in the grand final to win the the challenge. Uh, he went on to face the the secret boss of the of the region, uh, the main man Sweden, and actually got the win. I I don't remember if he's the first to do so, but he's one of the first to actually beat the secret boss. Why? Uh, yeah. So good Wait, win who? for him. Why? Why? No, I said who. No, why? I'm so because happy I wanted setting to know who up. placed first. Why? Wait, who? No, why? The person who placed first. Why? The person. Okay. Um, I feel like there's gonna be some weird miscommunication here. Who is the person that placed first? Why? Why? Steve, can you help? Why? Why? <laughs> I was not prepared for this who's on first bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why is I on first? Seen it coming. I should have seen it coming. But I... I it's a classic. I, Man, you literally can't mess up Albert. You can't mess up Abbott and Costello, bro. That's, like, that's fundamental. Yeah. Everyone knows. Third base. This this was Okay, I got you. My part. Why is on first? Why is on first? No, who? 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 That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. 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 All right. Wise uh, on we first. got more tournaments. I don't know who's on second. I don't know who's on second. I don't know. I don't know. Is third base? How is third? How? I don't know. Is I? Oh God. What's on second? Who's I don't on know first? On What's on second? I don't know. Is on third. We got a recap to finish up. Why? <laughs> he won the tournament. We're talking about the exhibitions. <laughs> Emperor. Wins the main event of the of the Sunday exhibition, seven four victory over uh, Sefi Black. Blackbeard, good to see him playing again. Uh, five four win or five nil win over Ueki, and then uh, Legendary Mihawk got a five two win over so over himself in my graphic. <laughs> and I forgot to write it down on my other sheets. <laughs> hold on, hold it. No, I have it here. I have it here. Freeze it. <laughs> He five to win over Friesen. I apologize. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm happy we got to the bottom of that one. No <laughs> you get one. You, there's your one. There's my one. Uh, we still got half the recap to go, so I hope that well, holds hit, up. Hit it. Do I need the timer? Because we, uh, we might. Because we've got the blaze. Uh, the uh, opening weeks for Arc Revo Online, both Japan and U.S. Well, let's start with uh, Japan. On, on the Japanese side of things, uh, we had two tournaments this past weekend. Blaze Blue Central Fiction was won by Fuku, who took it over Hisakawa in the grand final. He had a heck of a run, only dropped one game the entire tournament, and that was to VAR in the quarterfinal. Uh, but otherwise, it was all 2-0s and 3-0s for him. Similar sort of dom dominance for Kyo. Uh, who won uh, the Uniclear title, holding off Boogie in the grand final. His closest match uh, was against Oshu Hito, uh, which was a 3-2. Otherwise, everything else was 2-0 and 3-0 uh, for the tournament. So congrats to both of those players. And on this side of the Pacific, we had uh, the Midwest region action for... Uh, the Arc Revo America online circuit, and the there names I have to say, 
Seth Lolol or oh. Seth Lolol. <laughs> Wait, is that Marlin Pie or is that Marvin Pie? <laughs> is that that is Marvin Pie. <laughs> All right, that's pretty he's, funny. He's a vectrifying, not electrifying. He's a vectrifying. <laughs> but Marvin Pie uh, took it over Seth Lolol in the grand final to claim the BB tag title for the Midwest. Uh, shenanigans in third, Blooming Lotus rounding out the top four. Uh, on the... Before we move on, I just want to give the official bestie to the Midwest for having the best names. The, the name game was Death on Eater's top. Nice. Duck Eater is uh, very nice. Uh, He's a Skullgirls player. Nice. Was one of the very yes. first Evo champion for Skullgirls, yep. Yes, he is. And he uh, did well in... Uh, he did well in this. All who else did well is Seth Lolol, because he got to grand finals in both games, both uh, oh. BB Tag and Grand Blue. Got the win in neither one though. Unfortunately, it was Tibola who got the win <laughs> in Grand Blue. The Midwest anime names are on point. <laughs> Uh, Monarch and SQ rounding out the top four. Also, shout-outs to Zach in a Box, uh, <laughs> making top so eight. And Callisto, one of the unsung heroes of streaming in the Midwest out of the Chicago scene. You always see him at Combo Breaker. Mm -hmm. uh, you always see him at Ignite. Uh, he holding it down, making top 16. So congratulations to him. You are awesome. Hell yeah. And That's then I see you, girl. Nice, 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 nice. And if you think this was a lot, let's take a look at what's coming up this next weekend. That's a long list. That is a long list. Uh, Thursday and Friday, you have uh, Street Fighter League for the U.S. and Japan, respectively, on Capcom Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters uh, has the kickoff of the national championships. Uh, this is going to be five separate tournaments that are run as sort of round-robin leagues over the course of seven weeks. So you've got Paris, or, or excuse me, you've got France, Spain, Japan, uh, U.S. East, and U.S. West. Uh, all The full schedules for all of those uh, tournaments will be on uh, juke.gg. Uh, you also have Arc Revo continuing uh, on Saturday. You've got the U.S. side of things for the South and Southeast region uh, on Saturday and Sunday, uh, Friday night into Saturday and Saturday night into Sunday. You've got Guilty Gear Exert and Grand Blue uh, for Japan. Uh, you've got the Australia Tekken Challenge on this weekend, as well as the second Central America event for the Capcom Pro Tour. Ooh. Packed Oof. weekend. It's almost like we're back in the normal times, except stuck at home still. I will say it's very nice to come back to a sense of almost normalcy seeing the online events, because when we first started the quarantine, even like seven months ago now, it wasn't this... I, I guess it hasn't been seven months, I'm sorry, six months, six months, but it, it wasn't this robust of events, you know what I mean? There was literally yeah. nothing to do. So it's really oh. nice to see that, I don't want to say nothing, I don't want to say nothing. I want to say that there were a lot of online events that were already established, but it's nice to see um, larger offline tournaments provide online 
solutions as well. That's nice to see. Yeah, you, you definitely had uh, a lot of community events stepping up, obviously, with uh, Wednesday Night Fights, Next Level going online. You had stuff that was online exclusive like uh, Ronin uh, Rumble. Excuse me, Ronin Rumble. Um, so you had a lot of that, but because it was community-based, it was a lot easier for that to get launched. Um, yeah. It's a lot easier to point to to shine the light on Street Fighter when it's coming from Capcom itself, when you know the light on Tekken is coming from Bandai Namco themselves. So uh, it, it, it does bring some normalcy, but that's been there. You know, there's always been something going on. Uh, ever since this uh, whole thing started. Yep, and <clears throat> excuse me, uh, just before we move on, since we're talking about sense of normalcy and everything, let's go ahead and talk about this. Uh, if you are on Twitter, you got to see Curling W uh, and the folks over at Standing Fierce are running an offline tournament in New Zealand this weekend. Oh, wow. Right, I believe it's this weekend. I have to double check that. But, um,. So there's like our first steps, right? Uh, we have this uh, Standing Fierce event happening offline. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, I believe it was actually this past weekend. I apologize. Uh, I'm seeing tweets from October 11th, which was Sunday. So they just had it this past weekend. But the point still remains. Offline events are coming back uh, at the places who have their government and uh, uh, pandemic response teams together. So big ups to uh, the folks over at Standing Fierce. Congrats. Welcome back to the real world. We'll be joining you hopefully in an, like a decade or so. I uh, just wanted to point that out. And the I mean, decade is not promised. It can be pushed back. Yep. We have seen some of this uh, from other nations as well. I remember like a couple months ago, I believe it was at this point, uh, Book was sharing some images mm -hmm. from a an event in Thailand that was being held offline. Um, obviously, the situation in Thailand and New Zealand, a little different than the situation we're facing in the U.S. right now. So uh, they get to enjoy those things a little more readily than we do right now. Yep, um, you know who else uh, gets to enjoy things is Blue, uh, who's resubbed for 24 months in a row. Thank you, Blue. You get to enjoy all those emotes and being called a bestie. And I will say this every time Blue... Uh, subscribes because he's one of the people that runs uh, AFGC News on Twitter. Give them a follow if you want to keep up on the anime fighting game scene. They've got that on lock. Word. Alright. Let's start diving into these topics. So, uh, I think the way I think the way we're going to handle this today is I'm going to give ourselves 10 minutes and we're going to cover all the small topics such as uh, the top two or the top three that are up there. And then uh, we'll, we'll go to the normal 15 minutes per topic once we get to the meteor stuff that is closer to the bottom. Let me gotcha. throw that one other quick hit there. Okay. Did you do it? I did it. Did you did so it? So everything I, here I highlighted is right. recovery, right? Yes, 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 yes. All right. So without further ado, hit the timer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought we were doing... What? I thought we were doing... That one down here. Okay, fine. Sorry. Yeah, we can do that. The things are getting complicated. All right. Here we go. So without further there. ado, hit the timer. We have player signing updates. Uh, Panda Global 
has signed Justin Wong and Hook Gang God in this the dead economy of the world. So congratulations to Panda Global and congratulations to Justin Wong and Hook Gang God for getting signed to a wonderful organization. Uh, Justin Wong, I think, has been signed because he's been putting up a lot of content. He's been really grinding it out. Uh, I've been seeing him stream a lot. He's been doing a really good job. Uh, and Hook Gang God, also, I, I believe he's been streaming too. He's been doing a lot of DBFC stuff on the Twitches. Uh, so congrats to the both of them. Uh, any thoughts? Oh, the timer didn't uh, start. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that. I, did, I didn't know if it was a bad thing and you're going to like wait until we started talking to do it or... Should I wait until it started to start talking? No, you, can, you can just go. <laughs> okay. Basically, I'm super excited here because Justin Wong, a longtime player, is very um, succinctly and very quickly making the move over to content, which is something that a lot of players are also doing during this time. But Justin Wong was one of the people that was doing it even prior when he was playing. So it's fantastic to see him focusing more on, uh, I don't want to say like his brand recognition, but just more on just enjoying the game and trying to find funny things inside of the game himself. Some of his videos have been absolutely amazing. I don't know if you guys are following his Instagram, but he has some of the best Twitch clips I've seen. And they are hilarious. Uh, it's just nice. I know that a lot of people are struggling as players, especially when there aren't that many tournaments. Content creation is a great way of making sure that you're still visible to a lot of teams and making sure that you're still... Um, I don't want to say like cost effective or something like that because that implies that players are just money, but like it does give you a lot of retention and you have a lot more movement options. So it's fantastic to see Justin move into that area specifically in gaming, not to say he won't be playing, but just focusing specifically on content instead of how well he does in tournament with his team will give him a lot more longevity as just, you know, just in general in the field, which is fantastic because I never want to see Justin not here. <laughs> that yeah, would stress sure. me out more than anything. For sure, yeah. I do know and, that he has been focusing on his brand a lot. He made, like, the Jay Wong thing an actual brand. So he's got yeah. a lot of stuff writing on that. So good to see him grinding it out. Say what you were going to say, Steve. Sorry for interrupting. And uh, Hook and God is one of the players who is uh, in the U.S. East region for the uh, Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour, or Dragon Ball Fighters uh, National Championship. So you'll be able to see him in action this weekend. Nice. Yeah, and he's been doing a lot of streaming, too. I've been catching some of his streams. He's a funny guy. I like him. Hook I think God. he streamed before he went to events, too, because the yep. only offline events he ever went to was Next Level, right? And yep. all he did besides that was just streaming. He was just streaming it, and they're like, oh, you should come to tournaments. And he's like, oh, there are tournaments here, too? <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah, I believe that's right. I, I don't know for sure, but I will trust you. So if we're wrong, blame it on Sharpie, not me. Yeah, blame it on me. That is my region. No. <laughs> I did only commentate those events up there for like a good first half of the year that it came out. But yeah, no. <laughs> I believe Definitely you. fact check Sharpie, everybody. You heard it, Chuck. No, I just said if it's not my fault. Uh, no, I know, Elon. I'm just talking <laughs> to the stream monsters. You're fine. All right. And Steve, what is this uh, this next schedule topic here? So today, earlier today, uh, the International Esports Federation announced their uh, qualifying schedule for uh, the upcoming tw uh, Esports World Championship, which will take place in December in uh, Eilat, Israel. I might be mispronouncing that. Uh, so three games on the uh, agenda, Dota, um, uh, PEZ 2020, and Tekken 7. The list of, of uh, qualifiers here for Tekken 7 is on your screen. It starts next Tuesday for the North America region. Uh, one player from 
North America will make it. Um, and it continues through South Af uh, Southern Africa, excuse me, Europe, South America, all throughout the world, rounding out in Central America on November 8th. Cool. I didn't know there was, like, this big of an event happening for Tekken. That's pretty sweet. And the fact that it's yep. uh, right next to uh, Pro, what's it called? PES, uh, it's like Pro Evolution Soccer, which is a very big like international soccer game out there. Uh, it's it's the uh, Hydrax cookie of soccer games. What's what's the Hydrax cookie? The the knockoff Oreo. Oh, does nobody know. know what Hydrax cookies are? <laughs> no. It sounds like no, a, it sounds like a cleaner. It does actually. It, <laughs> it sounds like it, it tastes sounds like, like a cleaner. <laughs> Uh, but actually, believe it or not, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, I think, is more popular in South America and Asia than FIFA is, I believe. Uh, in Japan, because Konami is a Japanese company. And in South America, I know it was pretty close because they had uh, uh, the license for a lot of the South American teams. But uh, FIFA just picked that up. Uh, I know they got the Libertadores. Uh, this year, I believe. So. Can you say that one more time? Uh, Libertadores. I did not take Spanish. <laughs> I took Japanese. Okay, I like I like how you said it. Uh, I just wanted to hear it again. Uh, but yeah, no, that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I think that we actually like wound up covering all those topics, the two of them in, in a decent amount than, of time. Yeah, in less than I the time allotted. <laughs> specifically, was very careful not to excessively chime in there. And so now we have a final 50 seconds to discuss how quickly we did that. Wow. Yeah, it was great. It was very fast. We should get that picture of Sonic back up in here that we've had before. Um, I have it I, saved I, somewhere. I, I seriously don't believe that you don't know about Hydrox cookies. I don't. <laughs> We're going to use this last remainder 30 seconds to discuss Hydrox cookies, everyone. Wait, what's um, the, my what's apologies the, to Hydrox cookies. What's you don't the, pay us for this. What's the thing that Billy Mays always sold? Uh, that was OxyClean. Oh, OxyClean. Okay, maybe that's why I'm confusing it with a cleaner. Or maybe it's like high... No, it definitely sounds like a cleaner. Yeah, sounds it's like it's a like cleaner. Hydro... What, like, what, is it like 90% water because it's got the prefix of hydro in it? Because that means How water. How is it cookie water, though? Well, I mean, it's called Hydrox. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, and that's the time we have to discuss that. <laughs> I, I, I still don't feel like I know what Hydrox is, and I feel like I'm a good person for that. So. From Wikipedia, quote, in 1908... The topic is over, Steve. <laughs> the creators the of the timer cookie, is ended. Sonic Am I going to have to... I'm muting you, Steve. That... <laughs> he actually got muted. Yep, the timer is over, Steve. Wait, did I actually get muted? Yes, you actually but got you're back muted. now. God. Respect the timer. <laughs> they derived their choice from the component Jesus element. Christ. All right. Okay, well, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, now Steve on. gets muted for the rest of the show. I'm sorry, Steve. We're just going to have to try to read your lips. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm unmuting you now. Okay, you it's didn't a good actually thing make a that you unmuted him because honestly, I could tell you guys were about to start getting fighting. Honestly, <laughs> and speaking of street fighting, we now have some new character dates, do we not? Let's talk about it. 
So yeah, Steve, you put this up on the dock. Uh, let me put the 10 minutes up there, and then we can discuss this along with some of the costumes that are coming out. Actually, we'll give it 15. Why not? Here we go. 15 uh, minutes we, on the we, clock. I what? don't think we necessarily need 15 for this one. Oh, okay, fine. Oh, oh okay. we've got those other costumes, too. We'll do, yeah. we'll do yeah, a block grab. Yeah, that's why. We're discussing We'll do a block grab. All right. It's going to have to be a quick block grab because it's on the 15-minute timer. So, <laughs> fuck, that's the wrong timer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I closed it. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, shut up this is and go. You, <laughs> this is what you get for muting me. <laughs> Elements that constitute the molecule of water, hydrogen and oxygen. There. You're wasting done. your time where you can be talking about Street Fighter, <laughs> talking about Hydrox. I'm not restarting this timer. So really, this That's is your fine. fault. That's fine. I will take full, full blame. Uh, so Street Fighter announced, uh, Capcom announced that they are uh, once again going to Release, uh, release some of the characters uh, to play with uh, for people who do not own them, uh, some of the DLC. So this will be on a rotating basis. Starting tomorrow, uh, the Season 1 characters will be available to play. Ignore uh, this, by the way. Two. Keep going. That's fine. So Season 2 play, uh, characters will be available next Wednesday, then Season 3 and Season 4. Each group will be available to play for one week. So if you wanted to get your hands on Gil, but you don't have that season pass, you got a chance to play. Oh, okay. I thought I thought this was something completely different when I saw it on the dock. Uh, I thought it was just like when season characters were unlocked when they released. So we were comparing. Um, but no, that's awesome. So we did, we did see that uh, Street Fighter was free on the PlayStation Plus last month. Uh, so anybody that had it could download it for free and keep it for free as long as you have your PlayStation Plus um, subscription going. So now they're doing the rotating cast a la Killer Instinct to where they're unlocking specific characters. And from what I've seen, that's been received very, very well. I feel like people are enjoying the shit out of that. Yeah. And it's it, it's always interesting to see when they do things like this. Not to say that their competition is the only thing uh, that... Uh, fuels when they try this out, but it, it it's always a good rule of thumb. When a new game comes out, that's usually around the time where you get uh, the new free trial for Street Fighter Five. Yep. So like, hey, we're still here too. Remember us? Help! <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, and along with along with this announcement that they're uh, doing this rotating cast, they also announced more crossovers. So I heard, Steve, you like to flex. Unfortunately, I, I... unfortunately, you can't flex. You can only fexel. So there's more Aww. costumes. So we're going to do a quick, uh, quick, super quick block grab. I don't have the, uh, the, the asset here, so we're just going to pretend that it's happening right now. There's punching hit happening, and then the block grab logo appears. Perfect. Block grab. So if you enjoyed Ryu as Kyrie. Wait till you see Hokuto. But which which character is that? Is that Chun Li? That yeah. that honestly kind of looks like Cammy. It's Karin. Is it? Yeah, it's Karin, and that's probably one of the issues. Is it doesn't look like there. You don't really think. Oh yeah, uh, a straight line from. Hokuto to Karin. So it's 
I mean, it looks more like Sakura. It looks more like it could be Chun Li than either of those. So well, anyway, let's do a quick, a quick Rooney block grab. So as always, if you like it, you grab it. If you dislike it, you block it. So this is this Sharpie. This is your first block grab. Whoa! I'm this gonna is... have to block. That's, and it's a block. Why? That's tough. That's difficult. That was not. And I have a very, very, very low requirement to get hype over anything. And and somehow this managed to still not reach that bar. I just, it, mm, it's very lackluster for me. I'm sorry. That's a block. <laughs> Damn. How about you, Steve? Block or grab? It, it just feels like I know this is something that uh, Mike brings up when we when we do this. How characters, if they if the costume doesn't make it look like the character, it takes them out of it. This is one of the first times where I'm completely on board with him on that. Uh, so I'm gonna have to block. I I I will grab the overall defrosting of the relationship between Capcom and Arika. Um, maybe this leads to more crossover costumes. Maybe this leads to uh, a project a little more substantial down the road. Uh, but this particular instance, sorry, I'm not feeling it. Black. I'm going to grab, and here's why. I think the costume looks pretty cool. Not really a big fan of what character is on, I guess, uh, or, like, the fact that it doesn't look like a specific character. Uh, but as somebody who has been playing a little bit of Fexo on the side, I think this costume looks pretty fucking dope. And seeing Hokuto in Street Fighter is pretty f funny, I think. So I'm going to grab it. I'm going to be that sucker. I'm not going to buy it, but I'm going to grab it. <laughs> Grabbing's pretty serious business, Elon. If you're if you're down for it, okay. Yeah. Uh and along with that, we also have uh something that I thought was going to happen millennia ago, but has finally just happened. Capcom has announced Street Fighter League team costumes for Street Fighter 5, and here they are. So if you like to if you like UIU, or if you like the Nasser eSports, you can buy costumes with their logos on it. Uh, I believe the characters that have those costumes are also the mains from the people playing in those teams, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty neat. So you can, uh, so you can play just like uh, Angry Bird or Big Bird. What? I really like the idea. I know this kind of goes into uh, commercialization within the game, and that's a whole other can of worms. But I like the at least the attempt to sort of bridge the gap in-game between the competitive world, the Street Fighter League, and the casual fan who wants to be connected to that league. You know, yeah, they, they're, they're doing a better job of promoting it on, on Twitter and whatnot, but it always felt like they could do more to say, hey, this is a thing, would you like to check out this thing? And if you're a fan of that thing, hey, here's how you can support it. Uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that it's only the two teams, though. Um, Obviously, those are the only two eSports teams within uh, the Street Fighter League, but I would have liked to see, see uh, all-in costumes. I would like to see uh, at least have that option uh, 
for people who want to support. And hey, you could even throw in like a portion of this goes to the prize pool, like they've done for Capcom Cup in the past. Mm-hmm. I I think this is just a, an easy slam dunk. So I will grab the idea. Cool. Sharpie, what do you think? Oh, man. Um, honestly, I love the colors. Just baseline. Really big fan of the actual outfits. I like the color schemes as they go along with the team and using the brand management. That's awesome. Uh, regarding how I feel about a team integrated inside of the game, uh, I'm kind of curious as to why these were the only two teams that we're seeing inside of there. You know? Like, they're very talented people on other teams. And it, it's surprising to me that they choose those two teams. Not necessarily because they're, like, lesser players or anything like that. But it's just there are a lot of people on other teams who are very talented inside of the community that I think have put a lot of work inside of the game. Like, Ricky Ortiz has been playing the game since before Street Fighter V. Does she deserve, like, a color inside of the game? You know, like, it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird conversation to have. But once again, like you said, Steve, that does kind of go more into the ecosystem of it than anything. Like, it's a great idea. I love it. Definitely grab the idea. Definitely grab the outfits. As far as the higher conversation that we have regarding integration of certain teams inside of something permanent like a game inside of the community, uh, that's that's a little bit more of a block for me because that's kind of a weird dynamic that's just strange for me personally to see. I don't mind events. I don't mind events, but personalized team when there's so many of them is kind of... You know what I mean? Like That's, that's, that's different. You, at a tournament, you can say this is the most Street Fighter players we've had of all time that's why we're doing this because this is the community with a team you're like saying these are specific people that we at capcom believe are worth monetizing and that's kind of a weird conversation to have yeah uh my point here uh that i want to make is this and i'm trying to get better about highlighting myself i hate it i look terrible on there on my computer uh but we love you a lot stop it and find someone better to love uh we love you a lot stop it so when you go to when you go to a big event like say a DreamHack, right, where we have the FGC presence there, but it's along some of the other, uh, I don't want to use the I I almost use the word real esports, but I don't mean real esports. I mean like the bigger, more established esports games. You do have a lot of booths that are selling those jerseys, right? So people, at least from a spectator point of view, do have in other esports have an attachment to a specific team, right? Like I think for Counter Strike, there's a bunch of people who uh, really want to follow like the uh, the MSI team, Evil Geniuses, blah, 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 all this other stuff to the, to the point where people will buy their jerseys to wear them to the events. So I think Capcom is trying to go towards that route where they're going to uh, try to showcase like the teams that are in, especially since this is related to Street Fighter League. Uh, they want to try to get somebody told me to stop rambling. Fuck you. Uh, I just wanted to say <laughs> that I'm rambling now because you made me lose my train of thought. So where Capcom is going is I think they want to try to capitalize off of that aspect of people loving teams, uh, mm-hmm. much like in other esports. It, do we have that in our corner of the esports area? I don't think so yet. Maybe uh, I could see this happening somewhere down the line, but like I said, uh, it, it is an idea that's already there and it's very prevalent in other esports teams. So I think trying to uh, give something to uh, spectators to represent who they like in the game, I think is a super good idea. Uh, like you guys said, I wish they would have done it with every team instead of just uh, UIU and Nasser. Uh, but like Steve mentioned, it's just 
those are the two actual teams. The rest are just cobbled teams from uh, other players in the uh, North America FGC. So, future, I would love to see something like that if we're pushing the Street Fighter League agenda. Like, if the league is going to be a big thing and if people are going to want to be passionate about what team they're rooting for and all this other stuff, I'm all in, right? I'll pay $2, $3 to play with, a like, a high roller co- – or a, not a high roller, a team psycho costume, right? Like, just to, just to rep, like, who I'm feeling and who I like in the game, right? To me, that's, that's a cool idea. And getting behind the team, I think, is a great thing that we don't really necessarily have in our corner of esports. So if we're heading that way, I don't see that as a bad thing at all. So I think yeah, I'm going to grab it. And it's, it's tougher to really get that in, in fighting games as opposed to other, sport, other esports. Because when you think of uh, other games, they're team-based, Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you play when you're on the Overwatch League. You're you were on a team. When you're on a Call of Duty team, you're on a team. When you're in a Street Fighter tournament, yeah, you have a sponsor, but who your sponsor is doesn't really impact your gameplay directly. You know, if if Justin Wong is uh, on Evil Geniuses, and the next week he's on Panda Global. There's not really much of a strategy change or anything along the lines of that. So there's not really that sort of connection player or fans make to teams. They make those connections to the players directly, uh, yeah. which is one of the challenges of getting those big-name sponsors to come to the FGC. So um, it's see, good to see this. Like- Go ahead. That's what's confusing to me personally is that 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 point is so known inside of the fighting game community that it's very surprising to me that the first time that it's chosen to do inside of the game they choose to use teams instead of players like well-known players inside of the community just because they know that it'll sell because that's definitely everything. It feels like this move is more catered to like the new people coming in to the E-League that are now watching these new teams as opposed to like to the established base that's already here, which is why it's also kind of weird to me personally. It's because I could tell you any fighting game player will be like, do something based off of these players right here, get their input on what they would like to see for these characters and people will buy it, you know? Um, So it's just a weird strategy move for me. I'm going to add a five minute on this because I want to discuss this a little bit further. It's a big topic. I'll I'll actually add my five minutes, honestly, because I feel like I extended the ecosystem one. You can use mine. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Let me... Go ahead, Alon. What I was going to say is I want to see the return of 3v3 tournaments, right? I remember when you used to go to offline events, you would have the team tournaments in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and then you would have the real open brackets, right? I would love to see that shit come back. And to the point of uh, everybody loving uh, the player more than the team, yes. uh, That certainly is a factor right now. I think what Capcom is trying to do is with the creation of E-League and with stuff like we saw with with ESL and Tekken – I think we're tr- they're trying to move it to the point where people can relate to teams a little bit more than the players. Now, there is a sport that I feel like is very similar to the FGC in this sense, and that's Formula One, where you have the drivers who are driving for specific teams, right? And people are very big fans of the driver, but you have uh, you have people buying like McLaren shirts if they're fans of Lando Norris. You have them buying Ferrari shirts if they're fans of Sebastian Vettel. Uh, and stuff like that. And anytime they move to another team, they're still supporting that driver, but they'll also support the team behind them, right? So 
I could see this. I could see this being being a very positive thing to the spectating world of the FGC. But how big is the spectating like world of the FGC as far as people who are just spectating and not going to compete? I I, I think there's the big difference though between uh, the Formula One world and the FGC world is that if you want to race in Formula One, you have to be on one of those teams. Yeah, you know. If you're a fan of Vettel, um, you can watch him struggle in Ferrari. And if he moves to another team, then, you know, you will you can still cheer for him. You can still cheer for Ferrari. But if he's not on one of those teams that's in Formula One, you can't watch him, period. You know, unsponsored players are not just, they don't just exist. They're the lifeblood of the FGC. Right. So I, I, it, it's tough for me to make that comparison. Uh, Sharpie, what you were talking about though, with uh, why company or why uh, Capcom is sponsor is uh, giving this platform to teams instead of players. Let me give you a hypothetical. Say you're Nintendo, and okay. two years ago you just you saw, hey, there's this great player named Zero who's been winning a whole bunch of tournaments. Let's put something in game for him. How does that look right now? Okay. I mean, yes. I understand. Yeah, I, I, I understand the point. I'm just saying there's precedent in other games for doing it, and it would be significantly easier, and it would sell well. I understand the concern that these companies may have with that, but they're going to have an even bigger concern because you're going to have people inside the community questioning why they didn't do this with someone who's still inside of the community. I'm just saying that's how it looks to anyone that's like, Actively, actively, like maybe I, maybe I'm not a big fan of UIU, right? Maybe, maybe I love these colors, I love these characters, but I'm just not a big fan of UIU, right? I'm going to be sitting here wondering why couldn't you have put black and green in for Evil Geniuses? Because I love watching Justin play. Well, now on Panel Global, but still, it's still black and green, right? It's still same colors. So I, I mean, it, I would be asking that myself. Is all I'm saying. And then a conclusion I may come to is the difference between that team and a different team is one team did something differently. And I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying that's, that's what it comes off as because of that. And it's very confusing on the player side, even though I know that's probably not what happened, even though I know it's because of the whole Street Fighter League and everything, and those are the two teams. I understand that. I'm just saying that's how it appears right now, and it's very confusing as to why they would send that image when it could be so easily misconstrued on the marketing side. That's my, that's my confusion. It would be easier to just start off on the player side and then elongate it out onto the team side from a marketing standpoint is what I'm saying. And I think that's something that if this had started uh, in earnest back in 2016, 2017, we'd probably see now. And that's one of mm -hmm. the things I wish they would have done out of the gate. I wish yeah. they would have done more to say, hey, you know, let's do something to shine a light on the tournament side of things since that was going to be so integral to their approach i just feel like that's just such you know m maybe this piece particular piece isn't as easy to do but some sort of approach would have been such a slam dunk especially mm -hmm. back in 2016 when when street fighter 5 had the biggest spotlight on it um i agree but is what it is i i'm glad we're seeing something now um, instead of nothing. So, progress in some form. We did it. That was a nice, <clears throat> clean end. That was progress, a nice, clean end. Progress in some form. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, so, 
I'm happy we had we had that discussion. I still disagree, and I like my points better. So fuck all of you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, it's all love. We are all still really happy. I think all of us were really happy with the outfits in the game. Like, Absolutely. I don't think that was. I don't think anyone was disappointed with how it looks. It's just more of what it meant behind the scenes for everyone. We had very opinions about that. And I'm really glad to see that we had a whole bunch of good discussion in the chat about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what I love to see. You know, we, we want to touch on topics that, you know, that, yeah, there are some that are going to be easy to laugh at. But, you know, I, I, I want to do some thoughtful stuff, too. Yes. I'm not just a goofball. No. I have feelings. You yes. don't just read stats. Even though Y got first, and we did a whole bit, and you didn't in any way, shape, or form contribute to it. Why, Steve? He got first. <laughs> he got he got first. <laughs> and this is the uh. point where I realize I forgot to download one of the things, so I'm downloading it now and just saying this sentence to fill in dead air. I want to thank everyone listening right now and viewing live while we stream on Twitch right now. This has been the third time I've been on the show, and I want to also thank the fantastic Elon as well as the even more fantastic Steve for having oh, me on this entire it time. It was actually great. <laughs> it's actually been fantastic being here, and I just want to thank everyone who's been listening in and tuning in and just being super welcoming to me because this is one of the very first times I've been on anything like this, and I really do feel like I'm home. Like, just talking to friends. It feels great, and it's something that I really did need during this pandemic. So thank you. Filler time over. Nice. Perfectly timed, too. All right. Let's get into some of the reveals we had this weekend, shall we? Unless we want to – do we want to cover anything else? Did we miss anything else? No. I think we got everything. Let's get right into it. All righty. We're going to – I'm going to put the 15 minutes on. We're going to need more than that because there's a lot that got announced this weekend. So here we go. First – Let's start with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, who used to be so cool to us, and they used to show off stuff on Tuesdays before our show, showed stuff off on Thursday, so I want to take it up with Paco Stevens. What the hell, man? But, all joking aside, Mortal Kombat has announced Combat Pack, a number two. And I'm pretty excited about it. Did I not download the trailer? Shit, I didn't download the trailer either. Oh, yeah, I did. Here it is. I got it. I got it. Here we I go. I found it. Because I uploaded the trailer. So here is Combat Pack 2, which this was part of the uh, the who's, who's Next thing. And it's rain. People are losing their shit. <laughs> A lot of people have been, like, seriously, like, needing to get new pants because they have uh, soiled them in many different ways. And then all of a sudden, this happens. And the entire internet loses its mind. We lost our battle, folks. She's back. I am sad. Molina. <laughs> Molina has then, returned. But then you think that's over. No, we got more. Oh, spoiler, Steve. Anyway, the, the battle has been lost. <laughs> the yes. battle has been lost, though. All that time, us hoping that she would never return. And... Ed Boon lied to us when he said he'll never be back. But then there is this extra surprise. Who are you? I'm your worst nightmare. (laughs) 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 I'm... 
<laughs> I'm so upset. They got I, it perfect, I, too. I think back to the Negan reveal a couple years ago, and there was uh, Max. Max was doing his live reaction, and he was sitting next to Wooly. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they revealed Wooly, or, or th- as soon as they revealed Negan, Wooly said, why? <laughs> why? For what reason? So, wh- when it comes to Rambo, I say this. Why? <laughs> why? For what reason? I have because a retort to this. I have a retort to this. So, I think we've noted, we're starting to see a pattern with DLC characters as far as Mortal Kombat goes, right? Mortal Kombat 10... It was the horror films of the past, right? We had Leatherface. We had Michael Myers. We had, Wait, did we have Michael Myers? I, I may be wrong about that. Uh, we had um, Jason, I'm sorry. Jason. Yep, uh, and we've had uh, Freddy, uh, Freddy Krueger in the past. So, uh, Alien. So, we've had all of these horror characters in Mortal Kombat X, uh, and they were all amazingly done, and the game was a hoot because of it. Mm-hmm. In this new one, Mortal Kombat 11, we're seeing another trend, and it's from 80s action movies. We have Terminator, we have RoboCop, we have now Rambo, right? So the big rivalry between Schwarzenegger and, uh, oh my god, Stallone, uh, Stallone thank you. Uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone is displayed on the screen. And by the way, I don't know if I saw this for real, but I think I read somewhere that they actually got Stallone to do some of the voicing. For I also Rambo. saw that. I also saw that. That was kind of insane. Like I, I, it really just feels like an eighty action film viewers like wet dream right now. Just being able to play Mortal Kombat, and I think that's kind of what they were going for. <laughs> yeah, not only do you Especially get right now. Not only do you get the battle of the bots with Terminator versus RoboCop. Now you get Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. versus Stallone. You know what's next? Are they going to bring in John Claude Van Damme in here? I'm down. Bloodsport's my favorite movie ever. With Steven Seagal? So get, I don't like that guy, but, you know, his movies were okay. See, I, with the way crossovers are going right now, I wouldn't completely exclude the possibility of Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile from Mortal from uh, Street Fighter the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would like to see Red Man in Mortal Kombat 10, 11. Mm, that'd be good. What about Method yeah. Man? I'd like to see but Method the, Man come in the very next expansion. Are we going to get like a Def Jam? I'm not confirming it. I'm just saying I want to see it. I'm not confirming it. I just said I want to see those two characters fight inside of Mortal Kombat 11. And if it happens to be inside of another game called a completely, totally different name, I'm still down. That's all. I will say that, you know, it does feel weird. I get the theme of like the 80s action movie thing. But it doesn't really feel as at home as the horror movie characters did in Mortal Kombat. You know, yeah. you can easily see Jason stabbing someone or Freddy Krueger, you know, impaling someone. I don't necessarily see. You, you got Rambo shooting people, obviously, but Rambo's a pretty bloody movie. It's yeah, a bloody it's pretty, movie, it's but it, it's a bloody movie, but it doesn't feel like visceral. Like in the same way that like a horror movie does, like mm. it, it it seems like like horror movies and Mortal Kombat are on par. Action movies are little they're they're on a different plane, so it's tough to see that world sort of being fully immersive. At least from my from my uh, mm. perspective. 
Yeah, so Paco Stevens in the chat. The last 35 minutes of Rambo 4, the whole screen is red the entire time. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's not bloody. I'm not saying it's not violent. It just feels like a different sort of violence that isn't quite in the lane of Mortal Kombat for me. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I will say this: there are, are a lot of a lot of the DLC characters are characters with lots of guns, right? Mm. RoboCop, Terminator, Rambo. I forgot his name for a second. Uh, Jax. I, Jax. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited. I like I like I was saying the other day. I I was thinking about picking up MK again so I could play RoboCop. Now I want to play as Rambo. I want to check out Arnold Schwarzenegger being the Terminator. You know, like all these characters really want to make me play this game. And I am gonna, because I have it. I, I remember to reinstall it. It is installed on my PlayStation. So yeah. I am gonna, gonna play it sometime this week. So, obviously we've been talking a lot about Rambo, but uh, I think the biggest takeaway for a large part of the fandom is Melina is finally in Mortal Kombat. Now, yeah. Ed Boon can tell everybody to shut the hell up. You, you've got your girl. Leave me alone. I'm so sad he lost that fight. Because he was so adamant about her not being in for a long time, right? Especially, like, when they had that meme of people, like, po and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this on the show, like, where I was getting tired of people posting that still waiting meme where they had, like, her from Mortal Kombat 9 or something. Ugh. But, with what that she said... she was supposed to be released in, like, the very first edition of mk11 but too many people asked her so he just kept holding off that's hilarious she's been if that's fully true. ready the entire time that is hilarious if that's true i will say this it's though <laughs> i i want it to be now because it's funny <laughs> but uh i will say this though she looks great rain looks great mm -hmm. everybody's super happy about rain i'm happy about rain i don't even play rain and i like the guy and i'm pretty i was pretty excited when i saw him on stream on screen um he has that kick that makes you go around the world, and I think it's fucking hilarious. So I'm glad he's back. Uh, and Melina looks good. Rain looks good. Like, them two fighting looked really good. That CG trailer was really good. Rambo looks good. Stallone's voice is amazing. So I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited. With that said, though, that wasn't the only announcement that we saw in that trailer. No, it wasn't. Let me fast forward to it, if you don't mind. So here is the trailer. And what is this? Mortal Kombat Ultimate, or Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, coming out on the 17th of November. I do want to point out that is immediately after the release of the new systems. Oh, wait. You, you notice on... Oh, okay. So now I see. Now I see what's happening. Who's that on the back left? Is that Arnie? Is that Mr. Terminator? That is Mr. Terminator. Okay, and then you have Rambo with the bow and arrow. Ooh, is he going to use his bow and arrow in the game? That's going to be sick. I want this I want this character now, please. Anyway, here is Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. It has Mortal Kombat Pack 1 and 2, the Aftermath expansion. And Mortal Kombat Pack 2 comes with Melina, Rain, and Rambo. Which, I will say, I believe is less characters than other combat packs have had in the past. Am I correct? Yes. Um, I think so. COVID has gotten all of us. And look at this. The it's, free, it feels so long. Yeah. yeah. The free upgrade for the PlayStation 5. So yeah. if you own Mortal Kombat 11 on the PlayStation 4, you can get the free upgrade for the PlayStation 5, and you get visual enhancements, 4K dynamic resolution, significantly reduced load times, and the big important one, 
cross-play and cross-gen. So if you don't have a PlayStation 5, don't you worry. You still get to play your friends who did get the PlayStation 5. All right, so just relax. So there That's it is. Exciting. That's very exciting. I that think. Is, that is. And excellent. um, I is Mortal Kombat. I I actually think Mortal Kombat's the very first game to announce that, which mm -hmm. is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Like Capcom's really quiet right now, you know. Like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's do a quick block grab because I think they have a couple of these. Uh, the Time Warriors skin pack. Uh, block grab, real quick. Steve, what do you think? Um, I can we even have the the right hand one on Twitch? It feels like this is a costume that I don't really uh, that I would find on another site, not necessarily Twitch, but I don't get it. Oh, the mask you're talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about. Look, Liu Kang looks cool. He looks like an mm. '80s guy cosplaying as Liu Kang. I can kind of dig dig it. Mm. Um, the other two, there are a whole bunch of questions. I'm not sure I want the answers to them. So I am going to block as a whole. Steve, oh, your mind gosh. is in the gutter. I'm telling you. Like, Where else is it gonna go? It looks like it could come out of Tron. Steve. Yeah, he's like You're a reaching. cool robot. He's like Daft You're Punk reaching. over here. Really, really. Yes. You see 100%. all that leather. You see all that leather. All of those implements of destruction, and you think Tron. Yes. What do you think, Steve? Not Tron. So now we know what Steve is into. Everybody, please wipe that from your mind Everyone. as soon as you can. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so first of all, I'm gonna grab because I'm a big fan of '80s action movies, and that shit looks like it's straight out of an '80s action movie for real. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. 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 Come back. There you are. So this straight up looks like something out of an 80s action movie. Uh, so I'm a big fan. Uh, so I'm, I'm a grab. Sharpie, what do you think? Is your mind in the gutter like Steve? It looks amazing. It looks amazing. I don't even know where Steve was coming from with this. I, my very first thought, once again, when I saw the whole scythe and everything, I was like, I love these colors. They super pop. That would look great in animation. Tron-like. Love it. I 100% dig the Rambo-y Liu Kane that looks godlike. Mm -hmm. And, like, just, she looks amazing. I'm a big fan. That's Scarlet, right? Like, I, I love so. it. Yeah, that, that looks beautiful. She looks super, super, like, almost like Vi from League of Legends or, like, really any neo-punk female ever. Like, I, I'm a big fan. I don't, I don't know where Steve was going with it, but Steve, like, whatever tabs you have open in the background, just close them now, buddy. We're recording. Yes, yeah, Steve. Jeez. We're, no king shaming, isn't by about, the way. This isn't about anything. You know what? We're, we're, we're just going to move on to other topics. Oh, I bet you're regretting that Fran Delsher comment now, huh? Fran Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> this is not revenge for the nanny. No, it's not. It's a, it's a real take. It's a real take. It's a real take. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, with all this said, so look forward to... I don't think... Did we get a release date? I know... Uh, I thought it said 11-17. Oh, so 11-17 uh, yeah. for... For the pre-order, but for not the, for the... the whole thing. The oh, whole so the whole thing comes out on 11-17. Yes. Combat Pack 2 and okay. the new stuff. Okay. Luckily, that's... I just want to look at Stallone one more time, please. 
Oh, wait. <laughs> they got his mouth and everything perfect. That yeah, like his mouth is to the side like in the real world. It's crazy. <laughs> your worst nightmare. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted We've this come one. so far in terms of animation now. Alright, look. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen, and here's why. Look at his left arm, right? He's got the sweat because he's in Vietnam or wherever Rambo went that I currently don't recall because I'm terrible. My brain is not working. Uh, his left arm or his right arm is super shiny. His mouth is to the side. He's got the headband. His eyes are like glowing just like in the movie. I'm a big fan of this. I can't wait. I want this now. Please. Can you open up this image that I just put in the chat? Not in 30 seconds. Aww. I'll also add my five. Oh, no, wait. We're covering the next part in the ne yes. next segment, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Never yes. mind. Then uh, I renege my five minutes, and I take those back for safekeeping. Okay. What is, what is this that you posted here, Steve? Can you uh, sum it it's up? The, it is oh. the collector's edition that is only available in Europe. Uh, it comes with uh, MK Ultimate, MK11 Ultimate, die-cast die case, a collector's and a box, mask. and... A Sub-Zero mask. You really got to respect that timer, Steve. <laughs> That's why you got muted, Steve. Twice. <laughs> Almost three times. It's because y'all don't know about Hydrox cookies. Look, man. Hydrox cookies are in the past, okay? We don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's get... talk about them in the first place. <laughs> You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the next one, and the next one is... There's a lot of very sneaky things that happen in this next one. So let's just get right down to it. Timer, where you go? There you are. 15 minutes on the clock. Can I preemptively add my five minutes, please? Fine, hold on. Hold on. Let me preemptively st stop Here. and add the five. We might as well just do 18, because that just takes us right to the end of the show. Nope. We're doing 20, oh, Steve. Does it really? We, we got to honor the five minutes. All right. Fine. We had a big uh, presentation from the Arc System Works crew about Guilty Gear, and we got a lot of cool stuff revealed for us. There's a lot of great uh, information and great shenanigans. So first, let us start with this one. I believe this is the one that I'm looking for, right? Yes, it is. Uh, first, they announced... I'm sorry, I'm battling with VMix here. First... They announced one of the characters that will be in the game. So let's watch this trailer. Everybody shut up. Also, ignore this bell. That was pretty on point with timing, though. Yeah, for sure. Who's that? Is that Eno? Nope. It's this lady with a dog who's got recycled hearts on its forehead. But anyway, Giovanna, she looks so cool to play. Like she, she's a brand new character, and she, I feel like she's been in Guilty Gear forever at this point. Uh, a lot of people have been throwing a lot of similarities to uh, KOF characters. She looks very much like King from KOF, uh, and she looks like she feels like she'd be a KOF character. So I think this might be one of those characters that's a good entry point into the series. And she's got a giant green dog. What more could you ask for from a character? The answer to that riddle is nothing. A giant green dog that she can pet. Yes, you can pet the dog. That That's all that matters. That also, makes... Go ahead. 
That makes what? That makes the character awesome. Yes. If, if she couldn't pet the dog, then it'd just be a waste of a character spot. Now, big deal here. 15 characters will be available in the initial roster. How do we feel about that? Uh, it is... Here's the thing. I would rather have 15 great characters than 30 okay characters. Mm -hmm. Or five, oh, 5 great characters and 30 that are just rounding out the numbers. The problem is you're not releasing a game in a vacuum. If you've got if if you're a big name fighting game and obviously Guilty Gear is, you're going to be compared to Street Fighter. You're going to be compared to Tekken. You're going to be compared to Mortal Kombat. And your 15 character uh, roster isn't going to look as impressive, even if those characters are better realized in your game than they are in competitors' games. So even if the characters are good, there's still the perception of, well, this isn't, you know, this isn't a complete game. Especially when you announce that you've got a character pack on the way before the game launches. And I know that's the way of the world right now, but it still, it, it still leaves you vulnerable to criticism, deserved or not. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a big fan of planning out DLCs before the game's even out. Uh, even though, I, th like, they have to, right? That's been the way of the video game industry for a while now. Uh, but yeah, announcing DLC stuff before the game is out. Bandai Namco with Soul Calibur was guilty of that. Uh, and I feel like a lot of Arxis games are kind of guilty of that. Specifically, like, I remember Blaze Blue. Uh, Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue and BB Tag. Uh, that happened, too, including uh, Grand Blue as well. So, mm -hmm. there, there's, a, there, there's, there's a bad side to it. But there's also a good side. Remember, uh, they did a lot of work putting rollback into this. So, is that the price that we paid? for asking for rollback and for them switching to rollback mid-game creation? I'm happy that it sounds like, first of all, DLC is always an opportunity for the game developers to get paid, right? Because when you actually create a game, you typically get a standard contract saying you're going to put this amount of hours into work into building the game and everything like that. You get billed out every single cycle, right? But at a certain point, the publisher is not going to pay you anymore. That's just the reality. Um, it's nice because, first of all, the fact that they made that GGPO netcode change probably wasn't cheap, definitely wasn't easy, definitely required manpower. I'm happy because I know behind the scenes that this means that the developers are going to get paid for that work instead of just being shafted and just being like, no, you had to do it for your job and you're not going to get any form of employment, uh, like real payment for it. You know, So behind the scenes, as someone who enjoys video games, that makes me happy. As a fighting game player, like, I understand completely wanting a full roster on game release, but that's not, and I, it's not, in an ideal world, yes, that's what happens, but whatever. As far as 15 characters, I come from Skullgirls, we have nine very well-made characters on release, and we were happy with it. We were incredibly happy. If, if these characters do as much as they seem like they can, like for example, the newest character, she looked amazing. I really loved some of the cancels that I saw there, that IAD cancel into the drop and it looked like a burst. I was a big fan of that. Um, 
if it actually is as accessible as it seems with the netcode now, there is going to be a large influx of players and having a character that's pretty simplistic and is really easy to understand the game with, that's important. So I think that that's more important than if we were to get a really cool niche character down the line or something like that. So my take, 100% grab. And you guys know how much I hate grabbing too. I'm not a grappler, okay? But like, I, I, I grab it. Yeah, and... Um... I so there go ahead steve go ahead steve, and then i'll get to my point i was just gonna say i i feel like because Skullgirls and them's fighting hurts those are indie games those are seen as projects of passion so people are going to cut them a lot more slack than they will a game like guilty gear or tekken or street fighter 5 or street fighter 5 or but i'm not playing fighting games because of how many characters are inside of it i'm playing fighting games because i enjoy playing fighting games and if i can play fighting games well with those nine characters it doesn't matter how big a roster you give me another game i can play it with these nine so you give me another game with 45 characters on release and you tell me you have some big budget but none of those characters are amazing half the animations are messed up the hurt boxes are wrong the netcode is trash i'm not playing that game and i'd much rather they do it right than do it wrong that was, I think that was going to be the big, uh, my big point is as long as the game is fun to play and the characters are interesting, right? There, during the beta, everybody was kind of worried, myself included, that the game did feel very like linear. It felt like you were playing on rails as soon as you got a hit, uh, right? Much like Street Fighter V, where it didn't feel like you could really do much. The developers have since said that they're changing that. So hopefully the full release uh, game is going to be a little bit different than the beta we played. Uh, God, when was it? In like May? <laughs> Forever ago. Last year. <laughs> that uh, was this year too? Yeah, this was in like Yeah, this was like early this year. Uh No, actually it might have been last year. It might have been very late last year, like either October, December last year, so exactly a year ago. Uh so as long as the game is fun and as long as the games or the characters are super interesting to play, super down. Oh wait, the beta was in June? Fuck, dude. Oh wow. Holy shit. Uh, wow. With with all of this, we for, I forgot one thing too. Let's let's keep the trailer going. Guiltygear.com. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Uh oh! Everybody knows who it is now. <laughs> there it is. See you in the next trailer. And this is where they say January first. Oh boy. Can we, I can't even, I was saying this before we started the stream, I can't even fathom what, like, when January 1st is. If, like, June feels like it was a decade ago at this point. I, I, I just, I just think that 2021 is just not going to happen. I don't ever get here. But Anji, Anji got teased. The entire internet blew up. Everybody's excited. That's a character that hasn't been in the game in a hot minute. Everybody's happy about it. So, happy new year. Happy new Anji trailer. But that's not all. Even on top of that, we had another trailer. And this other trailer, I have to say, they were very sneaky into showing a lot of stuff that the game is going to have without actually saying it. And I think that's like kind of really cool. So let's watch this other trailer. This is the this is like the release trailer. Breathtaking visuals. Yeah, dude, the animations still look fucking amazing. That's something I'm super excited about. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Did you guys see that? 
Did you, let's oh. rewind. Did you guys see that? Hold up. Did you do you see Saul calling Kai as an assist? Right here? Do you see this shit? Battles to new levels. Do you see this shit? <laughs> my voice has never gotten that high before in my life. Are we getting guilty gay tag? <laughs> you serious? Can we stop adding tag games just when they get more characters? Can we call it like team something? It's team based. I just I want to move away from the tag, from the tag context of it. I don't know what the game's going to be called yet, but I hope it doesn't have tag in the title. That's just my personal hope. I'm tired of games being called tag. <laughs> yeah, I agree, but what, what about the game of tag? Steve, I'm just, I'm tag? like this close, this close to you with your leather and your tag today. <laughs> what, what's going on, friend? I just want to see, I want to see this one more time. I'm sorry. This is just... I don't think this has ever happened in Guilty Gear, where you've been able to call an assist, or whatever the fuck is happening here. Let's watch it one more time. Right after they say innovative battle system, by the way. So, is this just going to be a game mode? Is this going to be the game? Who knows? But that's literally is all they that, show. It could it. be, you know, something simply like dramatic battle. Just a bonus mode. But he called in, he called in an assist, Steve. Maybe it might be a story cut, and that that would be a shame if that's just a story cut. And speaking of story cut-ins, here's some stuff about to the story. To be honest, mode. when I first saw it, I immediately thought it was a story component. The very first time you froze it right there, it's like, ooh, that looks like it's just story. <laughs> Man, I'm going to be sad if it is, because I would love to see like a 2v2 version of uh, Guilty Gear. I feel like that would just make things so crazy. I would like to see a 3v3 or variable team. That would be pretty With cool. a smaller cast. Maybe integral graphics or something like that. Oh, who's this? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's a character that hasn't been revealed yet. Hmm. Is that a character that's going to be playable? I guess we'll see. When the game releases on April 6, 2021, and the crowd goes wild. So, see, now that is forever away, though. That, yeah, that is actually... Away. That's even more forever away than uh, <laughs> April first. Anyway, uh, you get if you early purchase, you get special colors for Saul and Kai, and you can swap signature colors. Even the colors of their flame and lightning attacks change. These colors are available only for Saul and Kai. So there you go. And then you get your various versions. You have the Ultimate Edition, which includes the Season One Pass, the soundtrack. And special colors, the deluxe edition, which just includes the season pass, and the season pass includes that's very small text additional playable characters, additional colors, and additional stages. Interesting. And then, oh, look at that! Do you see that at the very bottom of the deluxe edition? Extra story mode. So that's interesting. And uh, then you just, if you get the standard edition, that's all you get. You get the standard edition. So. I think the extra story is underneath the season pass, which is in both the deluxe and it and ultimate, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it looks like they're going to be expanding the story with those season passes as well. I Hopefully that will add more value to it, right? Because it's, it's hard to shell out more money for DLC at this point. But, 100%. Yeah, but... If I think expanding... everyone's kind of tight. Um, yeah. But, what uh, I wanted to say was... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead <laughs> what I wanted to say was I'm very, very excited because what they showed in there... Um, makes me really want to play Guilty Gear. To be very honest, like, new character, uh, new story mode, right? Um, amazing new netcode, 
apparently on rollback. Like everything that they're talking about here is very enticing to me as someone who doesn't play the game excessively yet, right? Like I played Exert, haven't really played Strive, didn't really have any feeling to play Strive whatsoever. And now I'm sitting here like, man, I kind of want to buy this game, kind of want to get it, definitely need it. You know what I mean? Um, I really like that tag mode, but it really does look like a story mode component to me, Elon. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'd be very sad if that's the case. Like, I, I'm rooting right. for you too, but it just immediately when I saw it, I just story. Yeah. Um, Apparently, there's a tweet. Oh, yeah. You'll have to. I'll, what does it say? I can't click on it. Uh, it, it says, says uh, multiplayer battle mode on PS5 only. More details on the way. I wonder if that's like a no. I, I don't know. Maybe that's like an exclusive thing. That's super interesting. Hmm. Well, we'll have what to... if it's one of those things that like requires um, you to kind of like on Dragon Ball how they have like those huge arena fights, the tower fights where you have like two people on standby or something? What if it's something like that and you can you can each pick a character and someone waits on standby and they set their assist. And then when they charge in, it goes with another PS5 swapping mm -hmm. the user in or something like that. Yeah, that's it could yeah. be something like like that, which would yeah, make more sense. That's where my brain was going. Like especially if it's like, oh, I'm tired of playing the set. Here, you take over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like calling your big brother to, or a sister to beat a level for you, except with anybody uh, and with other people. So that's super interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. Uh, and yeah, we got a release date. We got a full character roster. The game looks cool. They had a bunch of exhibitions afterwards, too. And the game looks super cool to see. The UI is new, but people are still complaining about the UI. It doesn't look... Like, there, there are aspects of it that look cool. There are other aspects of it that don't look so great. Like, for example, the risk bar. And in Guilty Gear, the risk bar is a basically like your uh, guard break gauge. Uh, where if you block a lot, that risk bar builds. And if, the, if you have that bar in full and your opponent gets a hit on you, they, they basically get free counter hits without having to do counter hits. Uh, so the risk bar looks super small. Like I had to really look for it and it took me like two matches to find it because it's like a pixel wide too. It's so thin. Um, the UI does need some changing. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of the way that they count hits because they have like the giant number <laughs> like yeah. on the side yeah. of the screen. <laughs> it's a lot. So it, it looks a little bit weird. Uh, but hopefully they're still, hopefully they're still working on it. Uh, I don't know enough about the game and about the other characters to know what kind of combos they were doing. I did see Faust. Faust looks like he did in Exard. Leo was shown off. Leo looks like exactly how he was in Exard with his back turn shenanigans and doing crazy shit. Uh, although we also saw in the trailer that Leo has a back turn command grab now, which is terrifying. So fuck that. I don't want to play him. So a lot of cool stuff happening. We won't know much of it until we get our hands in the game. I think somebody along the lines had mentioned that they're doing another beta sometime soon so we'll see what happens right um but i'm excited giovanna looks sick i can't wait to try her out it's cool that they're making new uh new characters for the game uh they also showed uh goichi was playing uh nagoriyuki in the Ooh. exhibitions too and made him look really good so yeah there you go blues confirming they're gonna have a beta in early 2021 that date doesn't exist so i guess we're never gonna get it <laughs> If we get there, if we ever get there, we will experience Guilty Gear Stride, all of us. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I, are you able to pull up a picture of Giovanna one more time? Yeah, hold on. He is because, because of my five-minute extension. Yes. Where because there's one 
one little detail uh, that was pointed out to me. Um, So, in Japan, obviously Giovanna has, has the dog. The dog has what looks like a recycling logo on the forehead. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, it should be noted that in uh, J- in Japan, plastic recyclable bottles are referred to as pet bottles. <gasps> oh, that's oh, adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's such a bizarre, like, non-translatable thing. Oh my Holy God, shit, that's so, so funny. She's really out here saving the earth and looking adorable. We stand a green queen. Oh my god, yes. Also, there's one more thing that was pointed out. Hold on, there's one more thing that was pointed out that I want to see here. Alright, I'm gonna hopefully I can get it on the first try here. If I try to pause it. Wait for it. It's when she does her super. Look at that. See the bottom of her shoes? The soles are paw prints. I'm a fan. She is adorable. See that? Look at the I very top her. of her shoes. Paw prints. Oh and then God. her doggie is getting pissed off. <laughs> Alright. So anyway, Giovanna looks sick as hell. I really. Also, something else to point out here. Uh, P- PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Steam. We did not see that on Steam before. I don't believe we saw that logo earlier. And the all-net... PRAS Multi, which is the uh, arcade cabinets in Japan. So this is coming out on arcade cabinets, coming out on Steam, coming out on PlayStation 4 and 5. So that's exciting. I'm super excited. So Guilty Gear... I'm even more excited to play her now, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, Guilty Gear Strive coming at you April 9th, 2021. With uh, the deluxe version, if you buy the deluxe version, you get it on April 6th. So you get a little bit of an earlier time with it and uh beta coming out later so everybody get ready for some guilty gear hit that bell brother did it yeah Alrighty. and with that last bell that has been our show so ladies and gentlemen uh first of all i want to thank you all for hanging out with us this has been a super fun show there's a lot of new stuff coming out so i'm excited i'm getting i'm getting all up uh all hot and sweaty over here uh i've been elon over to my left here well, my uh, my personal left, my you, th- this direction, Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Please follow him at his uh, various channels. Uh, are you still are you still being able to do schedules and stuff? No, right. Uh, what because most of what's come out has been like the weekly stuff. I've been uh, putting all the schedules I can on Juke.gg. Uh, I've got the full schedule for the. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, National Championship on there. So I'll be tweeting that out a little later this week. Hell yeah. And last but certainly not least, the least, the least not least, the lovely, the purple Sharpie. Thank you for joining Thank us as you, always. Everybody. Yes, it was fantastic being here as always. It broke my heart when I couldn't be here last week, but I'm back. Y'all couldn't get rid of me, bitches. Haha. <laughs> we, we I shall I'm always kidding. succeed. <laughs> 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 All right, that's been our show. Everybody go say hi to Ultra Chen for us. Tell them they stole our timer. And we'll be back next week with some more funny shenanigans. Until then, everybody. Good night, Canada. <laughs>